the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Israel is warning Iran against any more acts of aggression. That's after Israel says it had to shoot down an Iranian drone today, launch into its territory from neighboring Syria. Israel then attacked a dozen Iranian and Syrian targets inside of Syria. One of Israel's planes was shot down. Meanwhile, President Trump views his recognition of Jerusalem as a highlight of his administration. The president told an Israeli newspaper that recognizing Jerusalem was a very big point during the first year of his administration. In December, he honored a campaign promise by recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital and vowed to relocate the U.S. embassy to the city. The president told the newspaper that the move was not meant to prejudge negotiations on the final borders of the city, and instead merely recognizes that Jerusalem already serves as Israel's capital. That report from White House correspondent Greg Cluxton, and this is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt examines the FISA memo. Everyone's missing the obvious thing. The, the, if, just focus on one thing. There's a material omission of fact from the memo which suggests of a government intent to deceive. Somebody intended to deceive the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. And there will be tears. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just after 1 o'clock and the headliner, Mitch Berg, is back in studio. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up next year on the Twin Cities Home for Intelligent Radio. Catch the closer, Brad Carlson. He's tomorrow at 2 p.m. And for the best economic insight, it's the King Banyan Show over on Business 1440 Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Now a quick look at your forecast. Lots of sun this weekend. 13 is our high today. Two below tonight, up near 20 for Sunday. Glad to have you joining us here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which, by the way, just celebrated the Big 16, our 16th anniversary, uh, dominating Twin Cities Weekend Talk Radio as as benevolent, but all-seeing, all-knowing despots uh, throughout the talk radio industry. We dominate the part of Twin Cities Radio that actually matters. Uh the weekends, uh, you've heard of it before. Uh, Brad Carlson and I, of course, are, are the the part that appears on AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. I'm here on now and have been for well, gosh, we're heading uh, towards our fourteenth uh, anniversary here right now. And uh, King Banyan is heard every Saturday morning from nine to eleven on our sister station, 
AM uh, 1440, The Businessman. And let's not also forget Brad is tomorrow every uh, Sunday from 1 to 3, 2 to 3, 2 to 3, rather, on our sister station. Uh, no, on this station, AM 1280, The Patriot. It's a little hard to get used to being back in the studio. I've been on the road for a while. It feels like kind of been on a, on a, on a band tour. We've been out on, uh, on, on lakes, on the ice cap for the last two weeks now. This is my first time back in the studio in three whole weeks. And I'm telling you, it feels good to be back here. I mean, we love doing Holes for Heroes. Brad and I are always happy to, to do the show. And honestly, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, the weather wasn't horrible. I mean, I mean, two weeks ago, the wind was howling. It was 30 degrees but with a howling wind. And quite frankly, the fact that I didn't dress quite for it made it a little brisk out there. Now, last week, I, I was dressed for it. I had four layers, um, including some, some uh, base layer uh, thermal underwear. Uh, so I was perfectly fine. Temperature-wise, I was actually was was pretty nice, but I also had the only uh, compact car on the lake, and the snow was just a little on the deep side for my car. I had to rock myself out of a rut once, uh, had to barely avoided getting stuck another time. It was um, it was an interesting day out on the lake. That made for a long day because I had to go from White Bear Lake back to St. Paul out to Dayton, uh, or the far end of Maple Grove, Dayton. Same thing basically. Uh, for a band gig for my band Elephant in the Room that night. Thanks to all of you who did come out to see that, by the way. A lot of fun. I mean, playing in front of a, a crowd on guitars is just about as fun as, as being out in front of a, a crowd doing a talk show. Um, similar, I mean, same fun, different thing. But uh, it was a lot of fun seeing all of you everywhere out and about. Uh, but it's great to be back in the studio where I can uh, dress in my shirt sleeves and, and do a show here. And it's... Uh, and and it's kind of just nice to be back home radio-wise here. It's been a busy week. Uh, we talked about last week, and, of course, we had uh, Holes for Heroes. We had the gig. And that was followed up in short order on Tuesday by the Republican and Democrat caucuses. It was caucus night in Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota has a caucus system and a primary system, which makes it just about the least efficient and useful possible system for selecting candidates. But it's what we got. That's the law. At the moment, and it uh, seems unlikely to change. Caucuses, for those of you who don't go, are where people who are interested in in being part of the Republican Party get together in their neighborhood precincts or the lowest possible level, a political organization, and they meet to elect delegates to go to their district conventions to elect uh, to endorse candidates for the Minnesota State Legislature, for city councils, for school boards, for all the things that get endorsed, plus to elect delegates to go to the congressional district conventions to endorse congressional candidates and elect delegates to go to the state convention to uh, endorse Senate candidates, in this case, two of them, as well as, uh, as in this case, candidates for governor and the state constitutional offices, secretary of state, attorney general, uh, state auditor and such. Uh, so those are all on tap this year. It's going to be a busy state uh, convention this year. <laughs> I hope we uh, get to go there again. That's uh, Plans are still up in the air. It's always a fun broadcast when we get to go do the state convention because it's um, yeah, some of these conventions. We've had conventions that had their ups and downs, but uh, they're generally pretty interesting, and this one will be no less so. By the way, speaking of big political news, uh, yesterday the big news here in Minnesota politics, and this is a hugely uh, important subject here, uh, Congressman Rick Nolan in the 8th Congressional District, the person who represented the 8th 
back in the 1970s for a while and came back at age, I think, 112 and back in 2012 to run against Chip Cravac, who had uh, upset Jim Oberstar in 2010 during the great Republican Tea Party wave. Um, he took the seat back, and he's held the seat against a couple of uh, offensives by uh, Republican candidates, uh, actually by uh, Stuart Mills a couple times. Stuart Mills came close a few times. The front-running Republican candidate at the moment is a fellow named uh, Pete Stauber, and we're looking to get him on the show. Couldn't get him today. But uh, we're certainly hoping to land him next week or the following week. It's going to be a uh, it's going to be an interesting year because the eighth uh, congressional district is an open seat for the first time in a couple of generations now. I don't think literally, literally, that the eighth CD has had an open seat. I have to look back through the records, but I don't think it's had an open seat since 1948. Seventy years, I think, unless I'm missing something. It has been, it's had an incumbent. Well, I, obviously there was an open seat that, that Jim Oberstar ran for when he ran for the office. And he, uh, and he, when his predecessor, whose name eludes me, retired from the office. So it was technically an open seat. Uh, although back then the DFL controlled that district as thoroughly as it controls Minneapolis and St. Paul today. Uh, maybe, maybe more so. Uh, anyway. That's not the case anymore. Uh, Donald Trump, I believe, came very close to winning the 8th Congressional District. Stuart Mills was uh, within just a couple points uh, after after a tumultuous uh, campaign. And now having an open seat and a strong Republican candidate could actually flip that seat. A good chunk of the 8th Congressional District is not enamored with the DFL. A good chunk of the mining industry is starting to wake up and realize that the DFL has ruined their livelihood and their industry. So the caucuses this year, while they always they can frequently seem like you're banging a head against a wall, is uh, w- w- was fairly important, at least in, in some parts of the state. Now, in other parts of the state, they were important for other reasons. While we were out on the road, we had a couple of interesting episodes happen in regard to caucuses here in uh, the Twin Cities and in, in, um, on my side of the river in St. Paul. Uh, the week before the precinct caucuses, the chairman of the 4th Congressional District Republican Committee uh, posted a video from a training exercise that was carried out at McAllister some weeks before the election, in which a community group was training Muslims to go to caucuses. And the chair of the 4th CD committee, in a official post on the CD4 Republican Party Facebook page, said that we needed to make sure we got good Christians to go out there and prevent Muslims from bum-rushing our caucuses. And that led to a real Donnybrook among a lot of Republicans. Because there are a lot of people in the Republican Party who have been won over to this idea that pretty much all Muslims are pretty much the same, and they're all a threat. Because in the Quran, don't you know, it says that Muslims are supposed to deceive infidels if, if they can't overpower them to deceive them, to basically serve as sleeper agents. And this, we are told, is the the book, the verse in the entire Quran that governs all behavior by all Muslims, because all Muslims approach their faith exactly the same. That's what we're told to believe by a number of, of websites that, that purport to... Uh, portray an understanding of the threat. In fact, one of them is called, one of these websites is called, quote, understanding the threat. 
I, I, I've read the site a few times. It's it's. I know some of you out there read it. Some of you swear by it. It's it's information is frequently ludicrously wrong, and the people who run the, run the blog or say who claim to have been in Marine Force Recon and the FBI and the CIA, I. I I would love to see some independent corroboration of that because they get a lot of the basic facts wrong. Like, for example, the notion there are 125,000 Muslims in Minneapolis. There are not. (laughs) Nobody, nobody outside the alarmist community has made any sort of guess. But let's forget that for a moment here. There's this idea going around among some people that every single Muslim believes the same thing about every single thing in the Quran, and that they, by the way, all observe the Quran in exactly the same way and with exactly the same level of diligence, which would be like saying that you will never find a Catholic getting divorced or eating meat on Friday during Lent or, or, or having an affair because it says never, ever, ever to do it in the Bible. Not, and, 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 and to say so, you could say that they're they're bad Catholics in that case, and and you may be right to some extent or another. But the fact is, there are just as many divisions among Muslims as there are among Christians. I mean, not quite as many, but then the faith isn't quite as big. Out of a 1.5 billion Muslims. You have Sunnis, you have Shias, you have Alawites, you have Sufis, you have some smaller sects of the Islamic faith, all of whom see the Quran differently, all of whom who interpret Muhammad's commandments to them differently, some of whom uh, see the, the challenge to jihad differently than others. And you see this borne out in real life by the behavior of Muslims around the world. Now, you will say, okay, well, look at all the Muslim terrorists. Yes, let's, yes, look indeed. The correlation between Muslim and Muslim, Islam and terror is very, very strong in places where the Sunni community, that's one of the sects of Islam, the largest sect of Islam, to be fair, but in places where the Sunni community has been heavily infiltrated by Wahhabism. And Hugh Hewitt always tells people, make sure you read the Looming Tower. And and in this case, Hugh's right. He's right about a few, quite a few things, and this one he's very much right about. If you haven't read the Looming Tower, you do not understand the threat. You don't understand who the threat is. You don't understand the part of Islam that is that is doing the agitating at this point. And if you get outside the parts of Islam that are directly influenced by Wahhabism, well, you still have some problems out there. Radical Shia, the people who control the Iran, uh, control Iran, also a problem for different reasons. But among those two groups, you are talking about a maximum of 150 million Muslims sympathetic with them, and considerably fewer who actually take action on their behalf. Now, we're going to talk about how that manifests itself in Minnesota politics when we come back. 651-289-4488, should you wish to call and sound off on the subject. Because, believe me, I'm ready to sound off right back. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot.
I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. Hey, good day. Welcome to our super cold show, eh? Hey, good day to you, Hoser. Hey, you know what the best thing about winters in Minnesota are? <laughs> I know. It's my Arctic Spa and Swim Spa. They're made in Canada for these ultra-cold Minnesota winters, eh? You know, you keep saying that, but what exactly does that mean? Hey, they got that patented forever floor that doesn't need a concrete slab, eh? And they got that patented walk-on cover that holds up to a 1,000 pounds of snow, eh? And everything in between. Arctics are built for the cold. In fact, anyone can build a hot tub. But Arctic knows how to make them work in the harshest of environments. You should see everything they put into these spas. <laughs> yeah, and how they are in the power bills, are too, Are you man. kidding? That's what Arctic does best. Hot water for very little dough, eh? Yeah, so if you're looking to buy one right now, eh? Or just making the plans, visit Premier Pool and Chanassin today, eh? And see what a true cold weather spa looks like premier pool and spa where we take fun seriously online at premierpools.com take off a do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded minnesota company it's not luck it's lucky station convenience stores larry elder here with lucky's owner scott stevens there's probably nothing more bitter than cold in minnesota except a bitter loss after a tough football game we know everybody's down but we need to bounce back come into lucky's we want to warm you up We'll give you a free cup of coffee, you can vent your frustration, and we can talk about the game. Nobody can relate to you like Lucky Stations. We're your neighborhood store. Lucky Station is a small group of family-owned convenience stores in a world of giant national chains. They have to work harder to earn your business. Lucky Station has everything that the big-name convenience stores have. You see, owner Scott Stevens and his family welcome the opportunity to earn your business. Fill up at Lucky Station today. So come into Lucky's, get a free cup of coffee. To find the station near you, visit LuckyStations.com. Lucky's Station, the official convenience store of AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 the number to call should you care to join me and I do hope you do by the way standing order for the producer Terminator N is if you disagree with me you jump the queue you get on first because unlike every single liberal commentator in Minnesota politics I not only welcome an argument I encourage a d- debate about whatever I say I mean, you look at, at, at liberal commentators, the people on what's left of the liberal talk station, uh, your, your DFL politicians on Twitter, they, they block any hint of dissent even before they get to it. I mean, they, they look for mailing lists of conservatives and block them uh, from Twitter, from Facebook. They, 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 they scamper away from confrontation uh, like a rabbit from a dog. 
because they know they're going to lose. Now, it's not about winning and losing. It's about understanding. It's about clarity, as Dennis Krager says. I'm trying to bring clarity about some of these issues that are fairly important to me, and I'll tell you why it's fairly important to me. Uh, now, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment here, but we're talking about the the impression that people have, justified, bolstered, I should say, by the statements of some Republican officials, officials including some who I would hope would know better, uh, that the caucuses last week needed to see a huge outpouring of of Christians to fight off the Muslims from taking off the Republican Party. Now, taking over the Republican Party, I should say. Now, it was a complete squib in terms of logic, because as it happens, it was a progressive group uh, teaching Muslims to go to DFL caucuses. It had nothing to do with taking over the Republican Party, although it did have something to do with taking over parts of the Democratic Party, the DFL, where there are significant Muslim minorities, which can actually turn into a majority at the poll, at the uh, at the caucuses, as indeed we've seen evidence of by the election of Ilhan Omar from the seat representing, that's right, the heavily Muslim neighborhood in the West Bank. It's the only place in Minnesota where there are enough Muslims to affect uh, an election result, by the way, and only if they organize very, very carefully, and which they do. And they do with the aid of two things. I mean, well, three, technically speaking. I mean, they're, 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 they, they tend to be rather insular, as a lot of immigrants have always been. Let's not kid ourselves. While most prior immigrants to the United States assimilated eventually, you don't have to look too far to see the fact that a lot of immigrant communities in this country did stay pretty segregated from the American melting pot for a long time. The Irish Americans stayed pretty heavily amongst themselves the Italian Americans certainly didn't rush to uh, integrate themselves completely into American society. And here locally, over, over the last couple of decades, it's it's largely aged out of consideration. But in Northeast Minneapolis, anybody remember the Latvian community up there? How hard they kept their independence? How very careful they were about not intermarrying among non-Latvians? You can think of other examples. And the Somalis are no different. And and yes, they're Muslim. And yes, they are uh, unstable and from an unstable part of the world that's heavily influenced by who? The Wahhabi. And so as a result, people with some expertise in security say that between 10 and 15 percent of Somalis may have some sympathy with radical jihad, which means 85 to 90 don't. And as our friend uh, Peter from Archway Defense pointed out on this program about a year ago, where do you suppose law enforcement gets their intelligence about the ones who do sympathize with jihad from the ones who don't? <laughs> so, and, and by the way, I mean, some of the illogic of some of the xenophobia I've been seeing, and we've been seeing a lot of it, because of course the best way to get media coverage in Minnesota, if you are a Republican, is to say something xenophobic. You will get the reporters to turn out like they're waiting for tickets to see Justin Bieber if you say something objectionable as a Republican. For example, the, the coverage of the caucus in uh, Coon Rapids where a fellow named Jeff Bauman uh, introduced a rather caustically anti-Muslim resolution at caucuses this past week. Who's Jeff Bauman? Uh, he's a guy who has uh, some apparently from having read his social media, he's someone who doesn't much care for Muslims. Okay, 
uh, and believes he has a reason to. I would love to chat with him about it sometime, quite frankly, on the air. But uh, yeah, for all of the, the Republican caucuses, like my own, Senate District 65, that explicitly and publicly welcomed, welcomed Muslims, although we didn't get a whole lot, well, any in my case, uh, got ignored completely. So immigrant communities tend to be stay fairly insular. And we have heard from Somali Republicans, and they do exist, by the way, that it's, and by the way, we hear this from Latino Republicans as well, that the DFL and their various social groups uh, and activist groups and, and support organizations and community organizations send people to caucuses and to other community events to basically slander the Republicans and, and tell these people what the Republicans really want to do to them if they are able to and if they, if they take power. Uh, so and and they do it in Somali, they do it in uh, in Spanish, they do it in in whatever other language applies. But those are the two biggest immigrant communities, along with the Hmong, uh, who, as they get older, are are moving a little more to the Republican side, just a bit here and there. Uh, there's hope, but at any rate, that's two parts of of why the Democrats uh, seem to have such a, a firm control over communities like the Somalis and the Latinos. But there's a third. I mean, you, you have the, the scare tactics and you have some response against uh, some of the, the uh, frankly, ill-advised things that some Republicans say, both in official and unofficial capacities. But you also have something that could be charitably called uh, false flag propaganda. Now, a Somali community activist this past week, a fellow named Abdi Rizak Bihi, uh, posted something on Facebook. He said, hate flyer. He, by the way, uh, well, more about Mr. Behe in a moment here. He said, hate flyers came to Cedar Riverside an hour before the caucus started. Now, remember that. At 6 p.m., caucuses by law start at 7 p.m. And at 6 p.m., we are told by Mr. Abdi Rizak Behe, hate flyers came to Cedar Riverside these ignorant and hateful people are slipping these hateful flyers under doors in some of the Cedar Riverside high-rises. Residents said that those ignorant folks can't even spell right LOL. Now, Abdi Rizak Bihi, as luck would have, it just happens to work for a DFL-affiliated Somali community group. Now, that's not evidence one way or the other, although it does, well, I urge you to remember that it is DFL-affiliated community organizations that are ones that are going to caucuses and to elections and to community events and telling everyone that Republicans are horrible, horrible people that want to send them back to Somalia or put them on the other side of a wall or whatever. Anyway, the the illustration, the, the pamphlet that was supposedly slipped under doors in the Cedar Riverside high-rises an hour before caucuses Reads this. It starts with a letterhead's uh, generic Trump, make America great again uh, sign. And below it, it says, Dear immigrant scums, hyphenated by the immigrant scums is hyphenated. Uh, faulty use of the plural, incidentally. We'll come back to that. The purpose, and I'm going to, by the way, read it to you with its misspellings uh, in their original form. The purpose of this letter is to inform you that our newly formed M-E-G-A-M-N organization would like to give a note a notice 
that we will not tolerate any infiltration from Sharia-loving Muslim at our prescient caucus. In the past, you barbaric Muslims couldn't even conduct yourselves in a civil manner. You're getting the impression of the relative level of literacy here. Clearly, your forms of politics has led your country into a, I can't say that on American radio, state, but this is America, and we will not stand for you Muslims, B-word, rhyming with with flastered. Uh, There will be, uh, we, we will be there watching and we will take the necessary, uh, misspelled necessary, steps to defend our American values. Sincerely, you neighborhood infidel. Now, I'm going to replay the scenario in your head. According to Abdi Razak Bihi, a representative of a DFL-affiliated Somali community action group, hate flyers came to the Cedar Riverside high-rises, at 6 o'clock in the evening, an hour before caucuses. Now, Cedar Riverside high-rises are pretty much a Somali building at this point. Not 100%, but pretty much. A, a, A white Republican slipping things under people's doors would stand out a little bit like Slayer playing at the New Life Christian Center, if you catch my drift. Not to mention the fact that there are, what, security cameras? And there's more to it than just that. I mean, leaving aside what I would suggest is the implausibility of the scenario that uh, one or more white xenophobes would feel comfortable enough to go into Cedar Riverside high-rises, known to some of the xenophobic set as Lil Mogadishu, because it is so intensely Somali, strikes me as just a tad implausible. Oh, we've got more when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here 
in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. Picture yourself on a financial roller coaster. You and your money are going up to the top. But now as the coaster turns and drops, you are screaming for joy instead of that fearful scream. Learn to manage any turn on your financial coaster at Online Trading Academy. See your accounts growing in both up and down markets and give yourself the opportunity to make a second income you can use now and in retirement. Join us for a free investing class by hitting pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250. 50 keyword OTA. AM 1280, The Patriot. And by the way, at top of the hour, we've got Dr. John Lott, one of the great uh, advocates of Second Amendment rights, the guy who's made the statistical case for the right to keep and bear arms better than any other living American. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Wake the kids. Get the neighbors. Light the grill. Break out the beer. It's going to be fun. I, one of my favorite guests ever. Only interviewed once. He's been on my bucket list forever. So, when you're dealing with the Minnesota left, history constantly repeats. I, I, I should re- I go through the history of my blog, all 16 years of it, and find all the examples of hoaxes that I have covered in this time. So many, I can't even keep track of them all. We have hoax upon hoax upon hoax, mostly hoaxes from the left trying to c- convince other people that some somebody on the right has done something nasty. And, and it's not just here in Minnesota, although there's been a nasty little concentration of them here in Minnesota. And let's make no mistake, there have been plenty of uh, uh, xenophobic incidents in this country, predating Donald Trump. And yeah, it could be fair to say that, that, that Donald Trump has emboldened some more xenophobic activity in this country, right? It's, it's, I, I lose nothing by telling the truth. There are xenophobes in America. Some of them are in the Republican Party, more is the pity. And by the way, that is not to say, <laughs> in no way to say that, that, that there is not some care to be taken when it comes to immigrants in general. And immigrants from Wabi countries in particular. I say this with, with, I don't know, I'm not no expert. I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn Express. But I'm not completely ignorant either. 
my stepfather was in naval intelligence for a career. Uh, he left the naval intelligence and went into Department of Defense. Spent a total of close to 20 years living in Turkey. Uh, five of them with my mother. So actually my mother and he are both fluent in Turkish. And have spent years living among Turks. And, and thus I have inherited some social circle from them. Turks, Yemenis, Saudis, Egyptians, uh, Lebanese, uh, not to mention the, the, the number of people from the Middle East and Near East that I work with at my job, where it's a fairly common thing to work with Muslims. And as our friend Peter from Archway Defense noted, the vast majority of them, including the ones you're likely working with, came here for the same reasons our grandparents and great-grandparents did, for a better life, notwithstanding what the Quran may have told them about deceiving the infidel. Okay, and and it's and there is a correlation between Wahhabi Islam and terror, and and that's not some static thing. Wahhabism is actively trying to expand itself. The, for example, there are two Muslim populations in the world. Two of the largest Muslim populations are those in Indonesia and in India. Indonesia is the world's largest Muslim country. India has had a very large population of Muslims, probably close to 300 million of the uh, 200, 250 million of the billion people in India are Muslims. And news for you, neither of them is associated or correlated in any way with terror. Now, yes, there have been there's epic civil war in India 50, 60 years ago, and Muslims and and Hindi in India have had a battle going on with each other for centuries. But again, that's an ethnic battle, not a religious battle. Anyway, splitting hairs, well, you don't find Indians traveling around the world blowing themselves up, uh, blowing up completely innocent strangers. Uh, they'll kill Hindi, and they'll kill innocent Hindi, but again, that's their civil war, not international terrorism. But you are seeing Wahhabi mosques infiltrating India, and the Indian government is losing some sleep over it for good reason, because that could change things. And and by the way, the Turkish government has become much more controlled by Islamists. In fact, for the first time since uh, the end of World War One, when Kemal Ataturk instituted a secular government in Turkey, some of those secular protections have been removed by the government of Tayyip Erdogan who is heavily supported by who? A population that has been heavily infiltrated, especially in rural and eastern Turkey, by Wahhabists. And so, so saying the only, so refusing to say that all Muslims seek the downfall of the United States and, and, and the uplifting of Sharia law here in America uh, is ludicrous, is not the same as saying that there isn't something to watch out for out there. There certainly is. Here's the deal. The vast majority of the world's Muslims are not from places that are heavily or heavily influenced or influenced at all by Wahhabi or radical Shiite, for that matter. You have entire crowds of Islams, the Sufis, the, the, the Alawites of Syria, the, the, the Muslims in Albania and Bosnia who are European enough where you'd never notice them if you, if you didn't, didn't know the difference. 
And by the way, some of them, especially in, in Albania, who lived under a Stalinist regime until the early 1990s, probably appreciate their freedom more than you and I do. At any rate, uh, th- there is something to watch out for out there. And there are, on the other hand, uh, forces, unfortunately, many of them in the Republican Party that are doing, seem to be doing their darndest to make sure that whatever these new immigrants of the Islamic faith do, they wind up getting forced into, if not jihad, at least the DFL, which, by the way, is far more damaging to this state than ISIS is at this point. That could change. But so far, the DFL does more damage to the state than Islamic terrorism does. Anyway, this flyer was handed out this past week. And if you believe Mr. Abdi Razak Bihi, who I've discussed this with, uh, he said that uh, apparently... Republicans, by impution probably white males, came to Cedar Riverside High Rise, the biggest concentration of Somalis anywhere in America, perhaps. I mean, more Somalis per square foot than you will, because it's a high rise for crying out loud. That's what it's built for, to concentrate people per square foot. So it's probably the densest Somali population in the world, come to think of it. And apparently these people got into the high-rise, through the security, and stuck hate literature underneath the doors, unnoticed by the locals, unchased, unbeaten to a tar by the locals. How could that have happened? How indeed? Well, I think we have a clue here. And this is my opinion here, folks. The only evidence I have is what I've already told you, the implausibility of the scenario, and a careful reading of the the flyer. Let's start over. Dear immigrant-scums, immigrant-scums. Now, I've had people accuse me of being a effete elitist for standing up for conservative Muslims who support the American, any Muslim who supports, Sports, the America who doesn't actively fight against America, who comes here uh, in the right spirit for the same in, in the same spirit that my great grandparents came here. And I do support them. By the way, make no mistake about it with good reason. By the way, the first mos- mosque in America was built not far from my hometown, a place called Ross, North Dakota, in 1910, settled by Lebanese Syrians uh, who eventually became such adept sleeper agents that they intermarried with all the Lutherans, Swedes, and Germans around them and disappeared into the population. But some of them were high, their descendants were high school classmates of mine and uh, proud Americans and people who defended this country uh, and, and who largely have German surnames and Swedish surnames now because they've been intermarried for four generations now. So I guess there's some pretty effective sleeper agents out there. But let's read through this, this handout again. Dear immigrant scums, immigrant scums is a is hyphenated, and they get the singular and plural wrong. Now, I've tried to learn second languages. I've I've been successful at it. I speak German, Dutch, and some Norwegian, and I know that not only is it hard to learn another language, but English is harder than most, especially if you're coming from a language outside the the northwestern european language family teutonic romance languages so getting things like 
singular and plural to agree with each other is hard. And it's hard for some Americans. And, and, and when people accuse me of being an effete elitist, for, uh, they, they will say sometimes that, the, that I talk down to people of lesser education. And I, that I assume that people who oppose Islam in the Republican Party are less educated than I. And that's, uh, that's not true. I mean, I'm not the one out there bragging about my education. I'm, frequent, I'm never the smartest person in any room I'm in. But I can spell. And a lot of people can't, and that's not necessarily correlated with being a xenophobe. But it is correlated with one of two things. Either trying to caricature your opposition, in other words, someone with education trying to caricature the writing and speech of someone without, or someone who just doesn't know English that well. Dear immigrant-scums, just has that sort of non-native speaker vibe to it. The purpose of this letter is to inform you that our newly formed MEGA, M-N, not M-A-G-A, M-E-G-A, Minnesota Organization, would like to give notice that we will not tolerate any inflitation from Sharia-loving Muslim. Muslim. Again, they get the singular and plural wrong. At our prescient, prescient means clairvoyant. I don't think that's what they meant. Caucus. Wouldn't it be fun to have a prescient caucus? We know exactly who's going to win, and that's what we're going to pick. Or who we pick winds up winning. I would love to be part of a prescient caucus. Again, don't think that's what they meant. In the past, you barbaric Muslims couldn't even conduct yourself in a civil manner. I guess they're talking about the DFL caucuses which led the DFL to actually favor voter ID. Bunch of racists. Anyway, clearly your form of politics has led your country to a, can't say it on the air, state, which is, again, an awkward construction of a sentence, which doesn't necessarily mean it's a speaker of English as a second language. But on the other hand, there is smoke here. I continue, but this is America, and we will not stand for you Muslims, and pardon the expression, bastard. Again, getting the, the singular and plural wrong. You will find native speakers of English who do that, but not many. I mean, even people who misspell a lot of words get, get that right. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Maniacal landlord, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Blue Ox Heating and Air. 
Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Right now at Blue Ox Heating and Air, BOGO. Buy one, get one free. Buy one high-efficiency furnace and get one air conditioner for free. Plus financing available with 18 months no interest. BOGO, BOGO, BOGO. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's luckys with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for cops from Lucky's Stations. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with relief factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with relief factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. Hey, good day. Welcome to our show. Hey, good day to you too, Hoser. Hey, what is the best thing about winter in Minnesota? <laughs> I know, my Arctic spy. It's the best way to celebrate winter when it comes to the darn cold, eh? Yeah, and super energy efficient too. Yeah, you can get yours at Premier Pool and Chanhassen today online at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take the fun seriously, even here in the cold, frozen tundra of Minnesota. Premierpools.com, eh? Yeah, take off, eh? Take off, eh? AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call, all sorts of stuff going, we got Dr. John Lott coming up at the top of the hour, just about uh, 15 minutes away here, we're also going to be giving away a pair of Lake Home and Cabin Show tickets, coming up just two weeks from today at the Minneapolis Convention Center. So you want to stick around for that. That'll be coming up sometime in the next hour. Don't go anywhere. Get that phone dialing finger ready to go. Sometime in the next hour here. So after this piece of literature was passed out this past week, allegedly passed out this past week, by white Republicans in the Cedar Riverside Towers, the densest, uh, uh, perhaps statistically in terms of, of people per square foot, the densest Somali population in the world, where one might expect a xenophobic white male from Blaine or Coon Rapids or Farmington to stand out like a bit of a sore thumb. I sent this 
message to Abdi Razak Bihi, the representative of the DFL-affiliated Somali community group, who reported this episode, this piece of, of, of rather conveniently constructed material. And I asked him as follows. Let me get this straight. An hour before caucuses, someone was slipping these flyers under people's doors, but not at the caucus locations. Sounds like kind of a lousy way to reach voters. I, I suspect you're assuming, as I do, that it had to have been one or more white males. They'd have to be white males who hate Muslims a lot, but also feel perfectly comfortable putting things under doors in a Somali, not just a Somali neighborhood, but a Somali building with a rather dense Somali population. By dense, I mean tightly packed stacked up on each other 17 stories deep. That's what I mean. I'd imagine someone like that would be pretty noticeable in these Cedar Riverside apartments in the evening. Outside business hours, surely someone must have seen them. Surely they must have turned up on a security camera. So please, Mr. Behe, let us know. And speaking as someone who explicitly welcomed Muslims to my caucus, Senate District 65, I condemn this sort of thing, assuming it was a Republican who felt comfortable passing out hate literature in a Somali neighborhood, whoever that might be. I, I am assured by Mr. Behe that an investigation is underway and being, quote, pursued vigorously. I will await the results and you will hear it here first. No, I mean, you, you, will, you will hear it here first because if it turns out to be well, if the investigation, A, finds something, which they won't, uh, and if it turns out to be anything but a Republican uh, or a Trump supporter, you will hear nothing anywhere else. Now, if it turns out to be a Minnesota Republican uh, of the run-of-the-mill nature, you'll, it'll, it'll make regional headlines. It'll be on Channel 4. It'll be on Minnesota Public Radio the next day and for days thereafter with talking heads knitting their brows and wondering what it all means. And if it turns out to be a modestly prominent Trump supporter, it'll make national headlines. You just know it. You just know it. But if it doesn't, I mean, if they happen to find that it was, say, a Somali DFL activist who wrote and distributed the message, if, unlikely as that may seem, in a city that where the DFL goes out of its way to defame the Republican Party to scare immigrants... In a place where the Democratic Party is so preoccupied with virtue signaling that making up injuries to you is the same as really the same as, as having injuries inflicted upon you. Unlikely as that may seem, you'll never hear a word of it again. Sort of like that the episode last year, or right after the election, I believe it was, at St. Olaf, where an African-American student reported hate literature being slipped under their windshield wipers in a parking lot during a campus event, and then found out that it was a hoax. But it was an acceptable hoax, according to some of the talking heads that, that rule discourse on the left around here, because, of course, while it was fake, it was still accurate. Yeah. Okay. Or the fake. Uh, there, there have been other such fake episodes of of hate crimes here in, in Minnesota. Again, 
enough of them where just quite a few of them stack up in my memory, and I really do need to go through and, and catalog them because there are a lot, a lot of them. And that may be my project if it's, we have another cold Sunday here uh, to spend an afternoon or an evening uh, cranking away on finding all the records of hoaxes in Minnesota that I can that have been liberals trying to defame the right in this state. This is not a new thing. It's not an unusual thing. And if this particular hate pamphlet turns out to be uh, a Democrat false flag, yeah, you'll hear it first because nobody else is going to talk about it. I wouldn't hold your breath about hearing anything because the Minneapolis Police Department uh, is under command of people who don't want to cheese off a large voting population that controls one of the city's wards. That's the last thing the DFL wants to do is is offend the sensibilities of a rather large and, as we've seen, fairly well-organized uh, political minority in Minnesota, or Minneapolis, I should say. So I'm just not going to hold my breath about the Minneapolis Police Department actually breaking this case wide open, if there's anything to break open. Again, the only evidence is my own experience with these things. But that's all. That's been a fairly good guide in the past. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Dr. John Lott will be joining us uh, after the top of the hour here. Uh, if you got your question, by the way, he's going to be coming to town here to speak at a uh, event with the Scott Kelly Republicans. Stay tuned for much more when we return. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Before I ever got my own my pillow, I'd been hearing all about this product, and of course I was skeptical that it could be as great as everybody was claiming that it would be. But then I got it and started using it, and right away you can feel the difference, and you wake up feeling the difference. From this great, great product, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer and a new offer for Michael Medved listeners. MyPillow now is offering 50% off the four-pack, which includes two premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the pillow is, well, why not give them to everyone you know? And getting 50% off the four-pack, you'll have some extra MyPillows to give as gifts. Call 800-320-6280. Use the promo code MEDVED or go to MyPillow.com to get the 50% off. 800-320-6280. 
and use that promo code MEDVED. Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. Just pay return shipping. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-9272. Again, that's 1-800-915-9272. 1-800-915-9272. This is AM1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.